0: Hey, this is Rich. This is
1: Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke.
0: Yes, it's me. Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier.
1: Bonjour à Bonjour
0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Hillsong Creative Micropod. This is Rich and I've got Cass with me again. Hey, Cass.
1: Hi, Rich. How are you?
0: I'm so good.
1: (laughs) How's your week going?
0: (laughs) It's been a big week so far. Has it? Yeah, it has. But I'm enjoying the week and I'm enjoying hearing from all of the listeners of the Micropod to our team and the, um, I guess the normal micro, uh, sorry, I was going to say normal Micropod, but normal podcast listeners, I've been receiving, um, you know, texts and Instagram notifications and stuff like that from them. So you guys, thank you. I'm, I'm pleased to hear from you. It's encouraging to hear from you. Apart okay. from that.
1: I've got a big question. Yeah. Have you done your kindness plan?
0: Look, to be honest, I haven't done it yet. No.
1: Because <laughs> but we, not because it's
0: been a bad day, but <laughs> but because because I just haven't had a chance yet. Do you
1: know, I've loved this week and I've loved the thought about um, our mental health and preparing ourselves for the bad days ahead of time and actually putting things yeah. into place, like putting the Word of God on around our lives and mm-hmm. around our homes and yeah. having some strategy for dealing with bad days.
0: Yeah, I really loved Beck's uh, Dr. Rebecca Lounder, I should yes. say. Her, um, I guess, her practicality around considering the bad days in advance yeah. and pr- preparing for them and, and being grateful and kind. Um, it's awesome. I liked it.
1: I love it. Um, Richie, I've been reading in Habakkuk 3. It says this. I like the message version, so I'm going to read it to you. It mm. says, um, Though the cherry trees don't blossom and the strawberries don't ripen, though the apples are worm-eaten and the wheat fields are stunted, though the sheep pens are sheetless, sheepless and the cattle barns are empty, I'm singing joyful praise to God. I'm turning cartwheels of joy to my Saviour God. I'm counting on God's rule to prevail. I take heart and I gain strength from that. I run like mm. a deer. I feel like I'm the king of the mountain. <laughs> and I feel yeah. like it's... Um, It feels like an extreme verse, like two extremes. One is everything is going so horribly wrong. The other Mm. one is, but I'm still going to turn cartwheels. Yeah. I feel like joy is a choice. It is. Like actually choosing how we navigate this system is up to us. Mm. So I love that kindness plan because it puts it back in our hands to actually take some control back on how we feel. Mm. I feel like speaking scripture over our life puts control back on us. Yeah. And I feel like joy is a choice. Mm. And so moving forward. It's great. We have to be the people who choose joy. Yeah. Not fake, mm. not excessive happiness, but deep-seated confidence that God's in charge, that He is. Yeah. Um,
0: well, He's faithful.
1: Yeah, and His rule will prevail.
0: Yeah, and he's, he's faithful, He's always been faithful, and He'll continue to be faithful. Right. It's so good.
1: So I've watched you in this season actually turn um, to creative outlets. Mm-hmm. And actually our son and our daughter as well, I've watched our team. Yeah. There's power in creating, hey?
0: There is. And we, I mean, we've talked about it with our team before lots of times, Good we, we obviously we're the creative team. And so therefore we talk about creativity. But the reality is that our creativity um, can express much more than just um, pictures on a page or just colours or just music.
1: Right. I can remember being um, in Kiev during the revolution, the uprising that happened a few years back Mm. and at their Medan, which is their town square, they had um, artists and musicians and poets Mm. all congregate together and they started to put on the walls of the Medan um, all sorts of artistic expression Mm. and they were painting a picture for a better reality than what they currently had. Yeah. And I thought it was quite profound because I think that's what happens in the Old Testament with all the prophets. They're Mm. painting this picture Mm. of the way life should look, but it doesn't quite look at the moment. Yeah. Which is really interesting because this week the United Nations.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say before you mention that, that the the, – Opposite is also true, that right. um, when I was talking to Jeremy from Preemptive Love, shout out to Jeremy, they're doing great work in, in really um, terrible um, conditions in Iraq and Iran and, yeah, and that right. part of the world. But he talked about um, in, in the worst of um, situations that the, um, the enemy would come in and they would, they would get rid of the artwork first. They tear down artwork, and it was the same in in uh, the war with Hitler as well. Right, they would come in and they would destroy the artwork, and and I think that um, it shows that not not only um, is God a creator God, but there's power in things that we create and that things that reflect a, a message bigger than ourselves. Right, because and our
1: art speaks to hope, right? It speaks to our identity, mm-hmm. our culture, our belief, and our trust in better days.
0: Yeah. And and so then you're gonna talk about the yeah, UN okay.
1: So then this week the United Nations, which I love, actually put out a call to artists. And um I found it on um, talenthouse.com and it talks about the United Nations are calling all creatives. It says you have the power to change the world. The United Nations needs your help to stop the spread of coronavirus. We're living in unprecedented times. The World Health Organization, who is leading and coordinating the global health response to coronavirus, helping to ensure all countries are ready to prevent, detect, and respond to the pandemic are looking for artists to partner with them. Mm. And they're looking for all sorts of creative expression to begin to help educate society around things like personal hygiene and physical distancing and knowing symptoms and kindness contagion and myth busting and all sorts of stuff like that. which Sloan had a rap that he <laughs> had on the micropod yeah. maybe last week.
0: Which I'm not sure he was that happy that we shared. But,
1: <laughs> and but, I'm not know. sure that's quite what the United Nations are looking for. But I wonder if um, maybe some of you out there with time on your hands wanted to turn your attention to that and see if you can use your art for good Or alternatively, actually begin to ask the Lord what you should be creating in this season. Mm -hmm. Um, A few weeks ago, I talked to a couple of guys on our team, Dave Ware and John Davis and a couple of those guys. I mean, imagine you write a song together about this season, and we were kind of joking calling it House Church, but they've actually written Mm -hmm. a song which is incredible that I hope you'll hear soon called, I think it's called The Invitation. And it's about an invitation to worship Mm -hmm. differently in these seasons. And I feel like in our team, We have, and across the listeners of the podcast, an incredible opportunity to actually flood the earth Hmm. with great things, good art.
0: Yeah, and art that points to a bigger message, points to bigger hope, Right. points to our, our faith in Jesus. And um, I, I know sometimes that that can mean, um, you know, sometimes we, we become very overt and, and we think that our art has to have a cross in it or it has to have a yep. scripture in it. And while that's great, it, they don't always have to. No. Like the UN are asking for, they're asking for artists to come alongside a message that will really help people, save them physically. And, um, and I think that we can get on right. board with that. And, and also with the Spirit of God. In our art, we can um, we can even do uh, do things that are broader than that. If that makes sense, it's
1: kind of why Jesus told parables, right? He wasn't trying to bash them over the head with the message of the gospel. He was Mm. trying to open their eyes to what was familiar to them and what they knew, and give them new ways of interpreting it. Yeah, use everyday
0: things to to speak to bigger issues. Yeah, right. Mm.
1: So I feel like that's quite fun and it's a good challenge. We have started the hashtag creative isolation challenge. And people are hashtagging that and putting a whole lot of art up online to inspire each other in this season of isolation to share and also to create. And the other day when some friends were out on a walk around their block, the neighbours had actually turned their front fence into (laughs) an art gallery. Hmm. And I love that because there's actually outlets for us all if we – yeah Look enter into it. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah and i think so it does two things like we talked about the uh, the kindness plan and the looking after yourself on the on the hard days i think that that having a creative outlet, as we all probably know, but but it can really uh, help your soul. It can really um, settle yourself, It can settle other people like David in the music. Um, but but beyond that, it can help other people. Um, they say a picture paints a thousand words. Well, let's paint some pictures and tell a thousand words,
1: right. Um, this week, Carolee Fielding sent me some of her Easter reflections and mm-hmm. like what she's writing about. And I love the thought that sometimes all it takes is just sharing it with one other friend. Yeah. You don't have to impact everybody. Right. And her writing was so beautiful that it actually made me rethink about Easter mm. in a different way.
0: Yeah, and we have so many outlets like that. We have ways that we can just impact one person or many people right. um, depending on you know what God might do with it. And I think our our responsibility is to respond to what, he, you know, the Spirit of God is doing and saying at this time, not to, not to be anything more than that. You talk about wasted worship. Yeah. And I feel like in this time, we have, we have time and we have energy. And I, I think we maybe should, in a sense, waste it by creating things that point to our hope in Christ. Love it. And I think out of that, you'll find that as you do that, your spirit will be lifted and it will lift the spirits of others as well.
1: So, Father God, I pray right now for your people listening. I pray that you would stir artistic endeavour in them. God, that you would give them words Mm. and pictures, photos to take, um, ways of thinking about the world and telling its story, Mm. telling your story. God, I pray by your Holy Spirit that you would overshadow people right now, that Mm. you would cause them to create with beauty and that beauty would really, God, point people to you. Mm. I thank you, God, for what is happening around us. Um, I thank you that it is causing us to look to you. I thank you, God, that you are in the middle of it all with us and Mm. that you won't abandon us or forsake us. Mm. And so, God, right now I pray for everybody listening and I thank you for what they're about to put their hands to and what it will yield. May it be good fruit in Jesus' name.
0: Amen. Hey, so that's the uh, micropod for today. Go out and create, and I know Easter is coming. It's in only in a few days. Good Friday is coming, so be preparing for that. We've got a great, I know that Sloan uh, Simpson who we had last week with yeah. The rap, he's, um he's talking about Easter tomorrow, so look forward to that, and we'll talk to you real soon.
1: Yep, see you in church on Good Friday, everybody. Bye.